All right. All right. Check one. Check two. This is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming back again to win or lose. Who knows? But we're going to do this and we're not going to drink booze. We're going to have some coffee and we're going to have some cannabis. I'm excited about this episode. One, eight, one. What you gonna do when we are smoking all the way through this bomb-ass episode? So excited. Don't you know coffee and weed gets me delighted? Sorry to uh, talk Jamaican there for a second, uh, but I love Jamaica. I love Bob Marley. All of the stereotypical weed things like I've been re-falling in love with again, but it's not the only facet. It's just that I do dig art and I do dig sounds and noise and personalities. And uh, you know, Bob Marley is just all about peace, peace, love, and the vibration. You know, the world is so fucking tense and i don't know if it's even tense or it's just this like internet thing that's going down so fast and so hard all the time um you know i i find myself just getting swept into it and then i have to totally back away a little bit but that's what i love about doing this podcast is it all bad i don't know i think with everything it's uh the internet is good and bad you know same thing with you know just about all your vices or whatever you see in um out there you know that's a very zen concept but i promised myself i wasn't going to go super spirituality on this one there's just some super exciting news in the air and new york is hot right now (laughs) it is just sweat ball hot man this is just funk this is like, dude, I've been hiding out. I need to turn off these lights right now because, you know, I don't rock air conditioning. I'm going full fans, but I don't have the fans on because I love you, the podcast listener. Uh, I appreciate everybody that listens to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Have a cup of coffee. Have a drink of water. Light up your bowl, your bong. Uh, your one hitter, me. I love this Marley glass one hitter. Uh, I enjoy it. It does need to get, you know how we we are stoners. It's like, you know, it's just like I'm like, oh, it could be a, just a little bit better, in the sense that I'm cleaning it out. I've been cleaning mine out, and I have to clean it out like once a week or so. And the cleaning process is a little tough because it's made so good. Um, um, what was I looking for? I got my coffee. Do I have my coffee? Yeah. I got my herb. I got my headphones. Oh, I just wanted to turn out the lights and get it dark. I got the shades down. This is full audio zone. No video will be done for 181. This is full audio zone because we got a lot to talk about. And uh, I first again, I appreciate you listening. Uh, I hope you're having a nice day. And good vibes to all. I have some ex- the exciting news on more of a bigger 
I actually prepared for this episode. <laughs> uh, but I got an email from Normal, and Normal is the National Organization of Reform Marijuana Laws. And I've been working with these guys forever since the beginning of my career. Uh, you know, I started in San Francisco uh, in 99. And what I loved about the San Francisco comedy scene that you could get by on some weed and burrito. Like a burrito in San Francisco in 99 was under $5. So if you had like $3 in your pocket and then everybody had good weed, so people would smoke you out and then you could get a little bit of herb. Um, but it wasn't fully legal back then. It was just a weed-friendly town. And I know it's going through, it's, it's going through, everybody's going through these wild changes. Everybody's like trouble, negativity. It's just changes. Like the world is just changing. We just can't do nothing about it. Except go more towards the natural. That's where I'm, that's where my vibes are going. Going out in the woods. I've been doing a walk every day in the park. Um, been doing some pull-ups, but not that hardcore. Uh, but I did do, I don't want mean to brag, but I did three sets of five pull-ups this morning. As soon as I got up, I went for a walk. And then I go to this uh, pull-up bar and I did, and it was so early because it's so hot right now. You got, But if you get up early, it's nice and cool. You got that morning dew, Grateful Dead. Great song. I'll talk more about, I just watched the Grateful Dead four-part series on, um, what was that on? Was that on Amazon? Or HBO, it was the it was the long strange trip it's been, and uh, shout up shout out to my buddy Adam that turned me on to that. But uh, that thing, it's a great documentary. Uh, but what what was I talking about? And I'll get back to the Grateful Dead, the Morning Dew. Oh, I went for a great walk and did some pull ups, and uh, yeah. So that's the move when it's super hot outside, when it's uh, when it's super like warm, 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 warm. Because <laughs> uh, that's how you feel It gets so hot and you're just like walking around It's just like whoa, whoa. So I like to slow it down And that's where that reggae groove comes in Jamaica You know, it's, that's when that, you know Jamaica's so hot I've been over there a bunch Well, not a bunch, but a few times And um, and I love it I, and, and as anybody knows It's the people that are so dope And just the culture the culture is uh, is friendly and non-bullshit. That's what I like about it. And uh, so shout out to Jamaica. Shout out Bob Marley and shout out Normal. National organization. That's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, man, I, I that's the thing about this podcast. Like I, I have some coffee. Like I, I have to tell you, I haven't had any herb maybe in like, a you know, five days or so. I stopped... I had to do some work. When I do real like um, acting work or um, if it's audition or, you know, preparing and even writing is where I'm trying to lean into, you know, I'd love to knock out a book. I need to knock out a few scripts. Um, and so I think the move is, I mean, George Carlin always said, you know, that that's his power move was you write all day and then you punch up with a little bit of herb. And you go back and you like trick it out. But like writing is so, so hard. It's not, it's so easy and so hard. It's a lot about putting your attention to one thing. And that's what I have problems with. I've been 
watching video. Maybe it's the coffee and weed. <laughs> but uh, no, but if you put your attention to something, you can knock it out. But uh, yeah, National Organization of uh, Reform Marijuana Laws, normal. Uh, yeah, this is going down in Washington, D.C., this is for, I got the newsletter. So the thing about email newsletters, like we all get it, like all the time now is just like you buy a pair of socks and now, you, now somebody's sending you a goddamn email. It's like, dude, I just bought, you know, I don't need to hear about uh, my wife's bra company for the next two months. It's not even the two months, man. Once you get on the email list, you are never on the email list. It is the, uh, dude, they got you. Once I got my email list, but my email list is not that hardcore. Um, please sign up to my mailing list at robcantrell.com. You can see where I'm performing. I got some awesome, fun gigs coming. Well, one gig I'll tell you about, but it's all cannabis related. Like cannabis is, uh, it's all green lights right now. Go, 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 especially in the state of New York. So this is what's going down. My buddy, Eric Alteri. I hope I'm saying his last name correct. Alteri. I always call him Eric. Um, but he, the, the Normal sponsored a couple shows, and this is their main guy. He's the president of Normal or the like principal player. Um, but they are a lobby. They've been lobbying uh, for legalization of cannabis for since the 60s. Um, if you look at the old Cheech and Chong movies, um, Cheech always had this badass normal. It's like purple and it has normal or, and it's spelled N O R M L. And this was the letter that was written. Senate majority leader Chuck Schumer with Senator Booker in Wyden formally introduced the cannabis administration and opportunity act to end federal marijuana prohibition. Circulating initially as a discussion draft of July of 2021, the finalized version of this historic bill is now pending in the United States Senate. Oh, they might move it in the Senate. The CAO, the CAOA removes cannabis from the Controlled Substance Act scheduled entirely, ending the threat of federal prose prosecution for possession and licensed commercial activity and allows states to implement their cannabis policies free from federal interference. Whoa. This also eliminates many hurdles uh, currently facing regulated states' cannabis markets, including lack of access to financial services, the inability to deduct standard business expenses when filing federal taxes, and the lack of uniform national regulatory standards and guidances. Well, I'll, I'll quit reading out loud. I, that might be painful to listen to, but not really. I mean, all that's great news. It just looks like... Um, Right now, it's like a good time because of what's going on with COVID-19. And um, like I've been hiding out. I haven't been performing live that much this week. I had to do some auditions and I'm working on this other project. So I slowed down because the uh, COVID is firing up. And um, so I'm just uh, at home puffing on this uh, holy grail, Kush. 
that's what I uh, have, a nice strain. And I haven't had any good herb, or I haven't had any herb for like a week or so. And um, and uh, so, I, so I got Holy Grail Kush. Holy Grail Kush is a hybrid marijuana strain made by crossing OG18 and Kosher Kush. Oh, shit. This Kush is kosher. Um, this strain produces effects that are mellow and relaxing. Well, okay. Um, I'm feeling that, but I also got some coffee. The aroma of this plant is cushy. Okay, okay. And has a strong, spicy, citrus smell. Yeah. That is that, like, pretty much that just says it's some fire weed. This is some fire, fire weed is the thing. And I just had a little bit in my uh, Marley Glass one-hitters. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, it is very relaxing. But I am uh, mixing it with a little Bing Bag, Big Bag, <laughs> Big Bang Coffee from Pete's. And uh, I just, this is my first cup of coffee. Well, I had some leftover coffee. I had a little bit right before my walk. Like I had a little bit of coffee and I put it in the refrigerator and then I took a shot of that. I drank some water, but then I took a shot of that. And, I, and then I did my uh, walk to the pull-up bar and back. But uh, I'm really excited about a festival. This is what's happening, everybody. Dude, I'm beyond honored. This is amazing. Um, July 30th, not to be plugging, but this is this is the craziest gig I've had in a while. Not the craziest, the coolest. The very, 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 very coolest. Um, I am playing a cannabis festival in upstate New York on July 30th. It's not even upstate. It's like up, up upstate. It's in Irving, New York. This is like 20 minutes outside of Buffalo on this lakeside. Um and it's it, it's a reservation. It's a it's a Native American reservation. This is amazing. Um, I'm going to do a cannabis festival. They asked me. I'm beyond honored. Thank you, T H Chiefs. Uh, this is I'm doing at Tall Chief Outdoor Event Center in Irving, New York, on July 30th. I'm doing a stand-up show for a full hour. They're bringing me up. I got an opener from uh, I got an opener from um, Buffalo coming through that I did with Joe Pear that I um my buddy Clayton Williams is coming through when I did those Joe Pear shows in Buffalo this great uh comic there like he he lived in Brooklyn but he bounces between Brooklyn and Buffalo and right now he's in Buffalo and he's doing gigs and he I think he just got married and he has you know he's just uh figuring I think he wants to come back to New York but he's a great comic that's all and I worked with him, and he's coming down to open up for me. I, they asked me to do an hour, and I was like, well, I need somebody to open up. And I'm going to be driving up there, and, uh, you know, I don't know about s- sitting with somebody for seven hours. I got to do the long haul. <laughs> I got to – we're going – we're going to – we're dropping the hammer, and uh, and we're going to head on – we're going to do I Am. I don't know why I keep on saying we. You always hear, like, comedians and actors saying – we and uh and uh you know we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do that i guess it's the agents and managers and wives and um because everybody is a we like nobody is an island well they i mean you can roll solo solo and some people are just crazy solo and and i've been solo solo in my life um 
But you still got some people you roll with, you know? You still got a couple friends. And even if you're going into super antisocial zone, which is, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a hermit for a while. If you got to heal up or just hide out, that's what I've been doing a, a few days of these super heats. Um, but uh, I wanted to text this person back, but I am listening to you and caring and... Um, And working on this podcast, but I'm so excited to go up and do this show. It's called the Blazed and Dazed Cannabis Festival, July 30th, 12 to 8 p.m. This is going to be a full on. If you've ever been to a High Times Cannabis Cup, these things are awesome. Well, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, but this looks like an amazing one because it's on an Indian reservation. It's all sponsored by the uh, the cannabis. Uh, Spot, this is all like the uh, Native American reservation dispensaries. Like it's three or four different dispensaries. TH Chiefs, shout out. Skunkies, shout out. Sessions. But this, they have this thing called the Blazed and Days Cannabis Festival. And you have to be 21 to, or over to enter. That's cool. And it's cannabis vendors and food infused foods, live music, DJs. And then they got me doing a whole hour of stand-up. Uh, and also the dude Dogface, uh, the, the chiller uh, that was drinking Ocean Spray, he's going to be there. So um, this is going to be a trip. I'm really excited about this trip. And I'm, I just want to say thank you to TH Chiefs. And I want to say thank you to the Tall Chief Um outdoor event center and i believe this is part of native pride like it's a big deal so i'm excited and it's going to be in this you know way out in the woods and you know i dig the woods you know i dig nature you know i love birds you know i love eagles uh i'm ready to fly i'm gonna get fly high with dog face out in fucking irving new york let's do it so this is the type of gig that's good because it's just like one gig I'm hiding out from COVID. I'm not hitting the streets too hard. I'm doing some writing, getting some other stuff taken care of. But then I'm going to run up and do this cannabis festival, give them my best one hour uh, of uh, old, new, and who knows. When I do the cannabis festivals, I do kind of like rip, like I kind of, especially, uh, you know, if you try out some herb, it's a great way to like you know, kind of jazz out when you're doing stand-up. You kind of just kind of live in the moment. A lot of it, because stoners don't want, like, I don't know. I've done a lot of shows, so there's all different types of vibe. But you have to just picture the audience being super-duper high. So if you want to talk about cats or fruit, that's cool. But if it gets, like, super deep and out there or, you know, just mean or something like that, you know, when you're high, you're just like, oh, I don't know about that, bro. Um Wow, this is some good Big Bang coffee um, from Pete's. Uh, I had to put a bunch of ice cubes because it was so hot. And then I had to do the podcast. I didn't have to. I wanted to do the podcast. And um, and so I just brewed up this right now in the Chemex. I'm enjoying doing the Chemex. Um it's a great, the taste is always good. You know, the, it is, it doesn't feel a little too much, but it's so simple. The design is so simple. You know, I'm worried about my heart. A lot of it's all about my heart. 
So I like um, filtered coffee is good for my cholesterol. And then I've been eating, uh, I got this coffee actually as a free sample. It's called like green something green. It's this order meal thing. Um, green meals, you should check them out. And uh, I get the Mediterranean diet. And that cuts down like, it's a lot of just like fish and chicken and vegetarian. But a lot of nuts. and That's the type of shit I like. Um, uh, I have some people texting me right now, so I'm going to slow up but i'm i'm psyched uh about this gig and i'm psyched about the national um organize normal you know sending me this email about you know full on federal leg legal <laughs> legalization legal <laughs> legal legal legalization of the cannabis uh, Blazed in Days. So check it out. Look it up. Google it up. Um, check out TH Chiefs. If you're in Buffalo, um, come on down. Um, my set, I think, is like in the afternoon. It's going to be at 5 p.m. So this is it's either going to be the the worst gig or the best gig. But uh, I, I think it's going to be great. And I, I think it's exactly it's outside kind of like an event center and then it's like all these vendors and then it's on a reservation and then you know i got a, a super funny opener so yeah come through this is the gig of a lifetime i'm psyched man i hope more of these maybe i'll do the reservation circuit that'd be dope um i got no problem with that um because i i definitely get all my heart goes out to the native americans and um, you know, it's just a, it, it, it's just sacred ground. It's sacred. Um, and I'm excited. And this might be a great way for the money for those reservations and instead of gambling, you know, I don't know. Gambling's a little just sketch, <laughs> but I, you know, it's all, uh, but I try not to judge. I'm doing like a whole beginner mind thing. And I do think everybody has their own vice. You know, and you have to, like, figure out what vice works for you. Or you don't. You you know, I think uh, really it's just uh, controlling your vibe and figuring out who you are and what you are and what you want to do. And I think none of us has figured out exactly what even human beings are. You know, it's just like, it's such a great time in the sense of keeping your mind and heart open. Like, it seems like all this drama in the LBC makes you relearn over and over to keep your heart completely open and your mind completely open. Because the minute you lash out and attach yourself to a certain opinion, it seems to like spin around. Not completely. I mean, you know, I'm totally against Trump. I'm totally, I've never been down with that shit at all. And even the Republicans leaning fucking, um, you know, against weed is bums me out. But I have a lot of great friends that are Republicans. So, I just, or, you know, I just don't want to make this shit uh, political. I just am for, and this podcast is for, legalization of cannabis. And I do think it would help out um, the situation. Now, I don't think it's the end all to be all. And that brings me to watching the Grateful Dead strange trip it's been. That was a very 
powerful, powerful documentary for me. I don't know. I did a bunch of work and then I and then I was really tired and I hit some weed and I put it on and I was like in tears because it's a biography of, of these young men's life pursuing the American dream and the chaos of the 60s and and all the acid and LSD of opening the mind and consciousness. Um, but it ended up like taking all of them out in some way, but everybody goes out. That's the thing. But it just is sad how Jerry Garcia dies and he was only 54. You know, I'm 49 years old. That's five years away from me, you know, and that's what fucking scares me. So you're like, why are you always talking about your health? Why are you always stretching out? I tell you why. Um, because he looked like a hundred. I saw him and he was amazing, man. The more, but the, it's like the more I learn about the Grateful Dead and I know a lot and I was exposed, but there was times in my life I ragged on him and, and uh, would make fun of my friends. It's, you know, making fun of hippies is always fun. <laughs> but you see kind of the folly of it all within the Grateful Dead strong, strange trip, you know, of, of just getting high and not taking care of the peripheral and not being honest in the moment in the music they are in the music it just like that that's the trippy thing like like musically the more i learn about music and the more i learn about them the more i'm like oh my god they're so fucking amazing cuz it's like bluegrass and country and like pigpen was even like rapping and scatting and it's blues and folk and psychedelic rock infused over 30 years of like seven dudes personalities in the bay area and traveling around but they a lot of them start to die of hard drugs and then the leader the guy that's the most creative that kind of put it all together is jerry garcia and he is awesome his guitar playing is amazing you just know he's the most gentlest soul and the kindest dude, well, you don't know if he's kind, you know, everybody's fucked up, but but in it, it, what comes out in his art, like, it's just like his guitar play, playing is like silky smooth. It's not like aggressive, but it's not soft. It's, it's flowing. It's sometimes soft, but it's flowing and changes. And it's like, their whole thing is improv jazz. And that's maybe what I'm doing on this uh, podcast. You know, I do like the, the, the solo ones, but they are hard. And sometimes I listen back. I'm like, God, I sound stoned and fucking drooling here. I got to pick up the pace. Because um, you can't, you know, it's, it looks easier. It sounds easier than what it really is. You know, week to week to come up and, uh, you know, sample different herb and drink. What am I complaining about? But... You know, it's the same as like playing guitar or doing stand-up. You do have to apply yourself with these podcasts. And I don't want to bore you. So we're going to be changing it up. Hopefully, I'll, I'll maybe record one up at the reservation, up in Irving, uh, with my man Dogface um, on a skateboard next week. But uh, But you never know. You have to keep your heart and mind open. And let the uh, situation play out. But yeah, the Grateful Dead movie was, uh, it's four parts. And it starts, like, Jerry Garcia is just like, he's into blue, first he's into bluegrass. And, you know, I come from Appalachian, you know, my family came over from the Mayflower. And, you know, my grandfather worked as a coal miner 
in the in the Appalachian Mountains. So I know bluegrass. Like I know I've I've heard that music for real. Like my uncle could play anything and all those songs. I have a lot of musical uh a lot of musical family. Uh and especially from the, so that that tone, I know that tone and bluegrass is just so much fun. You know, the more I learn about music, the more I get older and appreciate different music and not attach my ego or what's cool or what's not. Like sometimes the banjo just makes you happy. It's a very happy sound. It's a very uplifting sound. There's a great stand-up set of Steve Martin's like maybe first or second or third uh, appearance on the, the, the classic Tonight Show. But he's uh, explaining how you can't be mad and play the banjo and how, you know, they took out their frustrations on the banjo because he keeps on playing. It's hard to be mad and playing the banjo. It's like it's that old joke. Like it's hard to be a thug and eat ice cream or, you know, it's like it's hard to be hard. It's hard to be mean uh, when you're doing something happy or sounds happy. And my vibe has always been happy, happy, go lucky. Um And, uh, but not perfect, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, but I don't want to be, you don't want to be false with your happy, you know, um, you know, I'm sad and all that, man. Speaking of the Grateful Dead, that's what tripped me out was like, uh, Jerry Garcia's dad died when he was five on a fishing trip. And I think Jerry Garcia was in the boat or was like there, but his dad drowned in front of him, I think. Um, and that would be like one, I mean, there's so many where, you know, that's the thing about the universe. There's, there's infinite amounts of ways to die or infinite amounts of ways of, uh, situations and moments. And that's a really harsh one to absorb at a young age. And I know that's going on today with all these wars and shit. And it's just like, ah, brutal, but, uh, it's a hard way to come up and it's a hard one to absorb. And maybe that's why he leaned but he was also like, I was a freak and a weirdo, but my dad also died at 10 in uh, a car accident suddenly. And I saw the policeman come up and talk to my mom and tell my mom when I was 10 years old. So it kind of like, so I lived through that, but just like, I'm not trying to say, Oh, you know, cause everybody has their own shit to deal with. And, but dealing with something at a very young age is difficult. And, uh, a lot of, you know, especially divorces and stuff like that is even more, you know, tougher on kids and stuff. But uh, so I just related to that with the Jerry Garcia story. And and he was like, I was the freak. I was a weirdo. I just wanted to have fun. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly how I went. I mean, that's why I think everybody related to that band because everybody, I mean, not everybody, a lot of people are that way. I think that's like the herb smokers. But the uh, other thing is like this dark element of like uh, hardcore drugs. But they were the first to like enter into this new. It's a lot of like computers now, I guess. But it, they were the first to enter into this like. But I think drugs and psychedelics or amphetamines have always been around in some form or another. You know, opium to um, to cannabis to cocaine to coca. Um, but at the same time, I. Well, acid was a big part of that whole thing. You know, I've I've only done like acid maybe once or twice and it never really I I don't think I ever got a good batch or somebody sold me something bunk. Um I have tripped mushrooms not a bunch, 
But in college, I think I, that's what I would do with microdose. I would just take one or two caps. Not all the time. But that was like more of my senior years. Because um, everybody was kind of getting into coke. There's like that... It, I guess there's a lot of cocaine out there on the streets these days. I don't even know. I don't even go out except for comedy and, you know, a sandwich. But, um, but yeah, with the whole fentanyl crisis, because I just hear of comedians dying from it and friends of mine. And, you know, it's and we just have to be honest with ourselves as a society that, you know, drugs are going to happen and that people and why are they happening? You know, I think that's more of the question. Um, and also there's a, I just think there's good and bad with it all with cannabis. I think cannabis is my way of getting away from hard drugs and getting because of that sadness and other things. And, you know, that's maybe on my trip, but, uh, it always was a great option when I was doing, sorry for the burp. It was always a great option for, uh, you know, instead of drinking booze, you know, which slowed me down, beat my head up. Made me do, uh, you know, just wrong decisions and shit. And um, just, you know, just wear and tear. Everybody goes through their young 20s and shit like that. Um, where I had a lot of fun, man. I had a lot of fun. I had great friends in college and high school. And uh, even at, even those younger 20 years. And you just want to go out and live. That's what's so sad, you know, about the COVID. Like, I just know that feeling. It's the arc of humanity. You know, it's the arc of a human. You just, you go, and then you do a lot of stuff. Now I'm kind of plateauing off. I want to ride this plateau for another like 10 or 15 years, you know, uh, if I could. But who knows? It's moment to moment. All we got is this moment here. Oh, yeah. No fear. Gonna take a sip of coffee. Talk some more junk. Here we go. I hope it smells like funk. Hit the herb. The holy Kush grail. Oh yeah, it's Rob Can't Trail. Uh, can't wait to go up to this joint. There's, you know, they said they're gonna give me some herb, um, so hopefully they'll have the outdoor grown. You know, you know me. I want that. I want to get back to nature. I want it grown right next to uh, the uh, big ass tomatoes. What's those? What's those steak tomatoes? What do they call those big ass tomatoes? Um, I got to ask my man, Joe Para. <laughs> he is, his whole Instagram is tomatoes and people love it. And he just keeps on riding it. And it's hilarious. I, I just, I watched it. Shout out to Joe Para. I think he's the, one of the funniest, interesting cats out there. Um, but his show just, they're just doing three seasons and that's it. But I watched him on, uh, late night with Seth Meyers last night. He was super funny. Uh, check it out. He's talking about uh, he's going to be in the new James Bond movie. He's going to be the new James Bond, <laughs> which is funny because he's just like this regular dude uh, out of L.L. Bean, out of Buffalo 93, man. He's uh, I totally trip out on that cat. Um, but yeah, the Cannabis Coffee Hour. We're at episode 180. And this is 181. I'm just going over the thing. I think uh, we're going to have a guest next week. I'm recording another one tomorrow. So I'm trying to get get this done. So when I'm doing, there's I got some work coming up that I have to not be podcasting for a couple weeks. There was a gap last week. I'm sorry. That was like one of the first gaps 
But everything's been in my, is it weird? But this summer's been trippy, you know, it just came on so fast and so hot. I just felt like everybody's not checking out podcasts right now. I could dip, dip out for a week. Hopefully I didn't lose too many of you guys. Um, uh, but th yeah, that Grateful Dead four part series, but also the band is so amazing, man. And I've been getting the morning dew and their album Europe 72. I was born in 72, but uh, they had the same tour managers as the Rolling Stone. And he was the funniest. He's one of the funny. Like, there's so much funny shit in the Grateful Dead four part. There's a lot of sad shit. There's dark shit. There's light. It's everything. And that's how everything is. Everything is everything. Has somebody said that before? I don't know. Uh, toast to Bruce Lee. I have a I have a, a Bruce Lee figure up on the thing, up on my uh, on my altar. I have an altar. Doesn't everybody have kind of an altar? A few books, some trophies, some knickknacks, a candle, an incense holder, just a zone. Your zone. But I have uh, I have somebody gave me a Bruce Lee doll. I have him up because I'm not into violence or fighting or. I don't even watch MMA or any of this shit, but uh, I dig uh, Bruce Lee's philosophies. That's what I always was into. And as well as, you know, I want to get into filmmaking. His filmmaking was so dope. You know, those movies, you know, it wasn't all about tough guy shit. A lot of it's just cinematically. He directed, choreographed, uh, acted in like all his movies that were a blockbuster. It's just, you know, from a showbiz angle, that's insane. You know, that's some Tom Cruise. That's the only dude doing Bruce Lee shit now is Tom Cruise. And I haven't seen the new Top Gun, but they said it made over a billion dollars. Everybody loves it. I just watched the old one. Maybe I'll watch this new one. Need to go check it out. Um, I would like to check it out in like one of those theaters that got the chair where you zoom around. That's what I want to do. Because I don't think my... Well, maybe my family will want to come out to check out Top Gun. But it is a, it is kind of, yeah, I heard it makes you feel good about America. I do like America. America's been good to me, you know? I, I, you know, I don't want to make this uh, a political or a national or anything. But I just, in terms of doing the arts and chill people, I've been around the world. Everybody's chill. Um, not every, but most people are chill. But uh, just America's just been good to me. That's my personal experience. Um, and it's not perfect. But in terms of looking at governments as perfect, we just need to look at them as organization things. And that's over there. And, you you know, you vote what you vote. But I do think people should vote. But that's my fucking opinion. I'm trying to keep my opinion out of it. But at the same time, I got to be me. And I do want cannabis to be legal around the world. You know, it's so awful what's going on in Russia with the, the basketball player um, being imprisoned. You know, it's just a, you know, that's that's where it's like um, really Brittany uh, Griner, Brittany Griner, Grinner. Brittany Grinner. Oh, 
I feel for that girl. Everybody feels for that girl. Everybody has a little bit of weed in their fucking travel bag. They popped her for, like, they said it was a cartridge. And no one Russia, man, they could be even lying. That's what's so scary about the situation. Those guys are just doing full-on war crimes. Man, it's just, like, weird out there, man. So all I could do, but I just want to say her name and get that out there. That, that's why we because everybody bites America. Everybody takes after our style. So if we legalize cannabis full out and countries already have and people are making money like, you know, it's just another it's not the end all to be all, but it is another industry. And if regulated properly, you know, just look at how many fucking millionaires and billionaires, you know, uh, Budweiser made coffee. You know, somebody, you know, it's just, it's like one of those, it's like coffee. Cannabis is like coffee. And it should be regulated like, you know, it's not for fucking kids. It's for adults, you know. Um, it's to chill out and uh, and also have fun. And that's how I use it. I don't want to get too fired up. But yeah, what else did I like about the uh, Grateful Dead? Morning Dew, that era of the Grateful Dead is, and I've been listening to it, is so fucking good. Um, from 72 to 74, but then there's like when they start getting really raggedy in the late 70s, like there's a scene of this, you know, one of the singers just big plate of coke and they're cutting it with a razor blade right before the show and like, you know, it's pretty, it's debaucherous shit, you know? That's the thing about the black market. And when you start getting into coke and heroin and lewds and pills, and I never was into that shit. I just always want a little bit of herb, maybe some mushrooms now and then. And I'm fucking good, brother. Good. I mean, wine is cool. Beer is good. Um, but it just makes me hungover and weird the next day. And I'm running and gunning as much as, you know, um, I, as much as pot I smoked, you know, I'm at this age, I'm still doing shows. I'm still everybody, everybody in, you have to pivot and adjust and figure out all these moves on your instincts right now with this COVID shit happening. Like, uh, because these new industries are popping up and new ways of selling tickets and passing along media is all changing so, so fucking fast, you know? So, and podcasting, Jesus, you know, podcasting is like exploding. Like uh, the, the, I didn't realize, but that Steve Martin, that new Steve Martin television show with a pop singer and uh, murderers in the building, they, you know, they have a, a hit murder mystery podcast. Shout out to last podcast on the left. Henry di uh, did this podcast. I haven't seen those cats in a while. Um, but a shout out to them. They're my favorite murder podcast is last podcast on the left. Uh, but yeah, it's just like podcasting has gotten so big and there's so much, you know, I, this podcast, this podcast got me the gig that I'm coming up to Irving, New York on July 30th, you know? So that's what I'm saying is like, there's bad and there's good and things are changing. And sometimes you just, uh, get shown the thing in the certain light. Grateful Dead had great lyrics, great music, um, and variety. And uh, they represent the best of, like, the Bay Area, but also, like, the druggiest and weird and 
like the uh, the Hell's Angel, like super violent. Like the Hell's Angels, how I always looked at it was the Hell's Angels. I read this book uh, called Must You Conform? And then I read this, and it was the same author, author that read, uh, that wrote, uh, Must You Conform? And then it was, uh, what was that movie? The Wild Ones, uh, Marlon Brando. It was based on this book. Um, what but Wild Ones? But it's like the 1950s. I guess that's when uh, motorcycle gangs kind of came at, out. It seemed like America, it was either you're a suit and tie guy or you were a blue collar guy. And then, and, and humans are not supposed to conform like that. And so you have these outlaws. And I think when you become an outliner, you can go to the dark side. Like, um, you're like, you can break rules and break the wrong rules. Um, and that's where I think Hell's Angels, like, yo, fuck everything. We're robbing, we're stealing, we're shooting, we're doing hard drugs, and we're riding our motorcycles was pretty much their gig. And how I saw it was just like a certain sliver of society. And that's what this book was, you know, that people would fall into. And motorcycles. I love motorcycles. I, I don't ride a motorcycle. I don't, I don't own a motorcycle. But as I said on this podcast before, like some of the best, the three, four top feelings, like a hu- my human experience has been riding a, a surfing a wave on a nice day in Northern California. I did that in, on some crazy nice days and I caught a bunch of waves. Not great. But I was got into it, and you know, riding a wave surfing is one of the best sensations a human can feel because it's like nature and and man meeting together, and it's all about the moment when you catch the wave, when you stand up, it's and then you look around, it's crazy. Uh, and the same goes with uh, riding a motorcycle. I went to I went to Bali. Um, when I did my four months in Southeast Asia, right after I quit my real job at 26 years old, after doing sales for like three years, hardcore sales, I'm talking fucking hundred calls a day, cold calls, all that to make fucking ends meet. Um, but then I, I sold everything I had and I had 10 grand and, uh, it was when Bill Clinton was in office, the dollar was booming. That's what I was telling. Like when I traveled, right after college, the dollar was booming. I doubled my money just going to another country. (laughs) Can you imagine that? Uh, And especially in places like Thailand, I'm lucky I didn't get into, I didn't get any, you know, nothing crazy uh, out there. You know, I didn't go to the dark side that hard. I just smoked a lot of herb and ate some mushrooms a bunch. And I rode an elephant without a saddle. Like I rode an elephant bareback in the northern Chiang Mai mountains I have a picture of it I'll put it up but uh but surfing is one of the greatest mo- feelings and then riding a motorcycle on an open road and shifting the gears there's that's something that's completely intoxicating snowboarding on a good day with nobody around I love that and then well and then doing stand-up comedy and you're killing <laughs> that's those are my favorite uh, moments in life. Like, I, I'll drop out the motorcycle, but I would love to surf more and snowboard more and do more stand-up and smoke some more herb. <laughs> uh, but yes, if you're anywhere near Irving, New York, come to the Tall Chief 
uh, event center at 5 p.m. I'm doing hours stand up high out of my mind on sacred ground and I can't wait and I love everybody and I love you and I love nature and I love this moment and uh, thank you for listening to the podcast like and subscribe tell your grandma and we're out <laughs>